This is Anthony Wilson. This is Monica Lewis-Patrick, your water warrior. Hi, this is Marcus Robinson, Collaborations Executive Director, and you're about to listen to One Song Playlist. Brought to you today by the incomparable Dr. Anthony William Dunbar. This is One Song Playlist, and I'm your host, Tony Dunbar. We appreciate you listening to OSPL. And for season one, we are featuring my favorite song, which is the 1970 hit, Wu Child, by a Chicago family musical group, The Five Stair Steps. Our guests for this installment of OSPL are Denise Dunbar Perkins and Cynthia Lyle Rose, who happen to be my aunt. My aunt Denise is my father's youngest sibling, and my aunt Cynthia was married to one of my mother's five younger brothers, Dwayne. The unique caveat is that they were also high school classmates at Calumet High School, Chicago, class of 1968. During their time at Calumet High, they were in the school choir, which often won citywide music competitions. They were also classmates with R&B vocalist Shaka Khan. This conversation discusses the music and the times of the late 60s and early 70s, along with providing funny anecdotes you can only get when you're talking among family. This episode was recorded in November of 2020, the week of Thanksgiving. So today I have a, a complete honor to have two of my aunts with me for one song playlist. And this is a has a couple of layers to it. So uh, my aunt, Dr. Denise Dunbar Perkins, is my father's youngest sister. And my aunt, Cynthia Lyle Rhodes, is my aunt because she married one of my mother's younger brothers, Dwayne, and has been my aunt since I was about, I don't know, about eight or nine. And they have a unique twist in it. They knew each other, not through me first, they knew each other first because they went to high school together at Calumet High School in Chicago, Southside. And they both participated in choirs and vocals and performances. And we'll get into that. And they were kind of, when I told them about the premise of one song playlist, that we would start out talking about a Chicago group, the Five Stair Steps, and their song, Ooh Child, Things Are Gonna Get Easier. So I'm gonna start with my Aunt Denise and let her know, your brother, my Uncle Carl, gave me the 45 for my birthday. So I actually have the 45 record of the original press of Ooh Child. So, so maybe either start out with the Dunbar, Auntie, the Dunbar love of music or your recollections around the song in 1970. So in 1970, I'll let you tell how old you were and what was life like and, and how did that song land in your world? Oh, so you want, you want a made up version or you want the truth? You know, <laughs> truthish, truth like, you know, okay. you know, adjacent to truth. Truth like so. 1970 it was. Um, it wasn't as cool as 1968, right, Cynthia? You but, got that right. Yes, but it was a, a life-changing uh, move for me because I'd made some decisions around uh, finishing college after I got kicked out in 1968. That's another story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, in, in 1970, I was 19-ish, 20. I, and so we're talking 50 years ago. So you know how old I'll be on my next birthday this year. And um, 
you know, I remember this song because it had this melody to it that people it kind of drew you in. And you, as soon as you hear it, you want to start to move and groove. Uh, but I don't know if back then we really paid attention to the words. <laughs> it was the beat. <laughs> it, it was the beat. And now that I listen to the words and I think about them in the context, if this is going to give you what you need, Tony, in, in, the, in the context of the song, in the context of the time, I'm going to start to get a little theological on you because it's not the dumb, it's not the doctor part, it's the reverend part that's going to be speaking here. Um, it says things are going to get easier. Things are going to get brighter. And I don't know if we really paid attention to that because, you know, everything was cool besides the facts of being black in America, but everything was cool. But there was another song that came out that same year that was, I would call prophetic. And it was called Ball of Confusion. Temptation. Yes. And that song was saying, everything's going to hell in a basket. And they were speaking the truth. But when you have somebody predicting or saying the truth about that, there's always a sense of hope. And this little South Side of Chicago song kind of grounded us in hope, even if we weren't bright enough to even recognize it in the moment. You know, it says someday we'll walk in the, the uh, beautiful sun and, you know, when the world is much brighter. And in some ways, the world is brighter for us as Black folks. But we also know that we have to keep that song in mind because it's also a continual ball of confusion that sometimes is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So yes. it was the sense of innocence. We, all we wanted to do was groove and have a good time. And this song helped us groove. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm Cynthia. So... Uh, uh, Denise has already did the shout out for the class of 68 at Calumet High School, but uh, your recollections of 1970-ish, that time, and maybe the song relative to what was going on with you? I don't know if Denise remembers. Um, do you remember Operation Breadbasket and they used to meet on 70, uh, was it 80th and Boston? Yeah, I was part of that group. Yeah. Yes. So uh, right before this song came out, there was a uh, um, uh, almost a militant Black Panther, Black Power movement. And um, I was very involved as Denise was in that movement. In fact, I was like almost like an, another Angela. But um, when this song came out, I, uh, I was... I had just graduated from Bogan Junior College, and that college was located on 79th and Cicero. And I was I one of there the two. I was one of the first blacks to integrate that college. In fact, I formed the first African American club over there, and and was interviewed by some white Nazis asking me, why did I choose that school? But if D Denise remembers, I, I didn't pay too much attention to the racial tension in crossing Halstead at that time. Remember, um, what was the name of that Catholic school uh, that they used to fight us when we walked to school? 
um, it was, they were very, very uh, racist. And to be over in Cicero at that yes. time was, it was, it was not good. Mm-hmm. However, uh, after I graduated from uh, Bogan, I went to Southern Illinois University. And uh, it was then I cried because I was thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to church every day. I don't have anybody to wake me up. What the hell am I going to do? So um, that song back in in the day, uh, Tony, it really, because back in the day we were movers. I mean, shoot. Even before the naturals came out, you go into a, a, a club with straight hair and, and then press that hair and your hair was drawn up by the time you got back because you <laughs> we stayed on the dance floor. We loved music and we loved to dance. <laughs> so this one here was a I was a partier. I mean, I love to dance. I, I, I would dance all night long. And that song brought hope to us because in the 70s, I don't know if uh, Denise remembers, we only paid 25 cents for a loaf of bread. (laughs) And and I think it was like 35 cents for a gallon of gas. So uh, it was a good good time for us because we were coming out of the era of... um, uh, of that that fighting mode, I think President Nixon was the president at that time. Was he? he? Was. Yes, he was. he was in his first yeah, term. So, first term. Yeah. It, it was his first term, right? And and so we we learned the name of uh, what Tricky Dick meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor could say it in a certain way, like. I get, we're gonna see how tricky you are, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I but when I got to days. SIU, that's when I met. Um, I mean, that's when your uh, your your uncle Dwayne uh, and I went hot and heavy. So we, I was dating him down there, but I was also dating another young man. Uh, broke his heart. I loved him though too. <laughs> he died. But uh, I see. Yeah, uh huh. So you mentioned the loaf of bread was, I, so I looked up some statistics. A gallon of gas was 36 cents. 36 cents. And, and people this is kept na- saying, this is you watch, you, you this watch. Is it's getting ready to go up to a dollar a, a loaf. Why I said, you are lying. It ain't no way we gonna pay a dollar for a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so 1970 uh, and uh, average rent was $140. And the stamp was six cents. Six cents. That's right. And back in the day, when when I packed up to go to SIU, they talking about trunk parties now, Denise. Mm-hmm. We literally had a trunk and a suitcase. That was it. Exactly. You ain't got nothing else. They're, they're moving now with uh, uh, U-Hauls and all kinds <laughs> Yep, all that furniture and things to cook food and uh, yeah, if they only knew. You know, we were talking to Ascenti. I remember when Tony's grandmother, my mom used to send me to the store to buy 
uh, a gallon of milk and a bread. And it was a store around the corner, right near Calumet High School, that corner store on um, 82nd and Racine. And that milk and the bread cost 76 cents total. Right. So, you know, and then we always had to bring back 24 cents and, and they would count Tony. that change. Yes, and, and Tony, you know your grandmama. She went. You gonna fool around with the money? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Not yeah. Mr. Arlena's money. <laughs> yeah. And Cynthia, thank you for reminding. I didn't know you went to Bogan because, see, I dropped out of dropped out of college my first year. That's what the word I'll use. And I ended up in 1970 actually going to Bogan Junior college. So you was you must have been there right before me uh, coming back. I, you know, I was a couple of years late and because eventually we transferred to the the uh, campus that was further down. Mayor Daly. Mayor, Mayor Daly. That, yeah, that's mm -hmm. where we went. So I went to jo Bogan Junior College and it was always when you were riding down 79th Street, when you passed a certain street, I don't know if it was Kedzie or whatever, it was like, watch your back. Watch and your back. And be careful. So that was something. And and like you, my friends that I I had a bunch of friends from Bogan, and we would study hard during the day, but we would party so hard, girl, that it wasn't even <laughs> the green <laughs> bunny. See, you remember yeah. the green bunny? Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> do, do tell, do tell about I, the green bunny. I ain't bunny. telling you nothing, Tony. You go. <laughs> no green bunny story. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, before we turned 21, we would uh, we had one pack of cigarettes that lasted us about two months because we were <laughs> right. going these places and hold a cigarette in our hand to make us look. <laughs> as, uh, it, was a, it was a prop. It was a prop. It, it was a prop. <laughs> it was a prop. In yeah. fact, it took your uncle to tell me, what the hell are you doing? You're not smoking that cigarette because I would just I would hold it up like this. And, and then I go. He said, you're supposed to suck it in and then blow it. <laughs> I was doing <laughs> Oh, Lord. And then the party all night and go to Gladys's for breakfast, like 3 o'clock yes, in the morning. Yes, uh, so that's a soul know. food. That's a soul food icon restaurant in Chicago for those who aren't Chicagoans. Oh, oh yeah. And so, you know, you go there 3 o'clock in the morning um, and we, you know, go out and then... Well, since mom and dad are no longer here, I can I can tell everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute! You believe in the ancestors? You know she can hear you. <laughs> I, I, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but she probably knew already. She didn't know. She didn't miss nothing. But um, you know, that's what I was saying about in the context of we were living our lives and we were preparing for the future. But this song even with this groove and all the other songs we were getting down with, it gave us some grounding yeah. on what the, the future was going to look like if we paid attention. And yeah. it also gave a sense of hope. You know, I could, whenever you want me to, Tony, when you all want, you want us to talk about the work that we've done over the years, I can tie that in. But, you know, this song, of course, when you also heard it, you were hoping that the guy you liked would ask you to dance too. So <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So two things um, 
Bogan is now a high school on 79th Street, same like 79th and Kesey or something along that same yeah, that's, line. That's the school I went to. Uh, it was a high school in the day and a college at, college night. at night. And so that's what it was. It was always a high school. Yeah. And that's how, the same experience, Cynthia. Yeah. So and then um, I actually that's how I met uh, Cynthia when. You know, the other fella didn't realize my uncle, the, the, persuas the persuasiveness of Lyle, he never, he never, he never had a chance once uncle's on the scene. Of course, I'm, you know, a little biased, but my cousin <laughs> Darren, my late cousin Darren and I, who Darren uh, died about 10 years ago and he's two years young, was two years younger than me. Oh, my uncle, my mother would let me hang out with my uncles. And sometimes my uncles, particularly if it was summer or early part of school, would forget to bring me back in a timely manner. So uh, my uncle had had me and my cousin Darren with him. And I guess Cynthia told him on a spirit of moment that he could come down on some break or some time to, to Carbondale. So one minute we were go going somewhere. And the next thing you know, me and Darren are like sleeping in the car for a while because Carbondale is a little bit of a hit from Chicago. So we're in his, uh, I think he had that Wildcat by then. My uncle was a police officer. He had a Buick Wildcat. Oh my God! Yeah, he right. he had he had his cars right. So he we were in the backseat of a Wildcat, and next thing we know, we're in Carbondale, and we stayed for about four or five days. He kept telling my mother, "I'll bring him back tomorrow," and tomorrow took about four or five days, and he hung out with <laughs> Cynthia, and and Cynthia had somehow had it rigged so Darren at the end, Darren and I could sleep in somebody else's dorm room. And her and Dwayne were in a different dorm room. <laughs> and then finally, I guess my mom like, used that that older sister, Negro, if I don't see my son in a hot second, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I can see Margie. And people don't really realize mm -hmm. a, Mar a Margie yeah. Lau, a Margie Dunbar experience, but she gets a certain tone about something. It changes, oh, yeah. the, it oh, changes yeah. the atmosphere. So I guess that Dwayne had run out of... Uh, 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 the wimpy hamburger. I'll surely pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today. I'll surely bring your son back tomorrow if you right. She had ran out of that, so um, Dwayne brought us back. But that was my that was the first time we really spent time with Cynthia. We had known her younger sisters because her younger sisters babysat Darren. Used to watch Darren and Tiger when they right. were small. But I was, you know, I have a little, I'm a couple years older and I was a latchkey kid. So, I, you know, I didn't get the babysitter treatment, right? But <laughs> they they were with Cynthia's younger sisters. And then she's like, you're who's what? And then, then she put it together. But that's the first time I met her when we, when Dwayne drove us down to Carbondale. And uh, we were we were honorary college students for a week. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, Denise, Carbondale is a uh, probably about 300 and about 300 miles or so. Yeah. And yeah. people would not believe me when I told them that these, excuse me, Negroes <laughs> would hit that pedal to 100 miles per hour. They would, they would be in Carbondale from Chicago in three uh, hours and about 15 minutes. Yeah, well, people didn't have good sense there when it came to driving because we were all crazy. Girl, yeah, I was crazy as hell. Yeah, yeah, because we, I went to University of uh, Illinois, the same, uh, the Springfield campus for a while, and uh, that's where I graduated. And we would go down to East St. Louis every week, most weekends to party, 
and we would be driving and we'd get there in like less than a half hour because we'd be driving down this, the highway at 100 miles an hour. I remember one time it was on a hot day and we were driving. It wasn't my car, thank God. We were driving down there and two of our tires melted. Oh, gosh. On the highway. <laughs> Bro, ain't God good because he take care of all foods. I was going to say, God was saying, mm, mm, mm. He's super dumb. Yeah. I have plans for them, but they keep trying to mess them up. So, yeah. They, we were probably, I know, Tony, you thought your Aunt Denise was saintly because I was always such a saint towards you. Don't start. <laughs> you, you made me promise. So I'm, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm following the script. Watch. watch, watch. Yes, Auntie, that is exactly how it went. <laughs> You've just listened to One Song Playlist brought to you today by the incomparable Dr. Anthony William Dunbar. Hi, I'm Tony Dunbar, the host of One Song Playlist. And thank you for listening to part one of our OSPL interview with Denise Dunbar-Perkins and Cynthia Lyle-Rose. There are four parts to our interview with my two aunts. Parts one and two will be available to the general public and tier one subscribing members of our One Song Playlist Patreon community. On Patreon, you can support this podcast as a subscriber. For more information and to subscribe, go to patreon.com forward slash one song playlist that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash o-n-e-s-o-n-g-p-l-a-y-l-i-s-t there is also great information on our one song playlist website which is one song playlist dot com